Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hello and welcome to the Dream Team Professor podcast. In this episode, we're going to be breaking down an extra large game week 20 on Sun Dream Team. Now, the reason I'm calling it an extra large game week is because it spans across two whole weeks because of the winter break. So I've got the fixture ticker back on the screen from FF Stuff for game week 20. Uh, There are a few games, well, just one game still to play in game week 19. So that is on the screen currently still. That's the Liverpool-Fulham game we're recording on Wednesday morning. Each of the Premier League sides play just the one Premier League game, but half play on the first half of the game week and half play on the second half of the game week. We then have FA Cup replays in the first midweek of the game week. And then we have Carabao Cup second legs on the second midweek of the game week. Um, A bit strange, but really it is just one game week spread across two. So you only do get one set of transfers for this. Um, And on FF stuff you can see here, so there's like four columns, which is like first weekend, the midweek, the second weekend, and then the second midweek. You do just get your one set of transfers to use for this game week so you won't be getting an extra lot so don't don't expect another two transfers um, and the deadline please be aware the deadline is friday the 12th 6 oh, 6 45 um p.m let me yeah 6 45 p.m so make sure you get your transfers locked in or maybe even pre-prepare your transfers and get them done early because this week, on FF Stuff, they have a um, captaincy sort of pie chart. And you can see who was captained the most. I still saw Salah captains. I still saw Elise captains. A lot of people did miss the deadline last week. So make sure you just get a team set up now. Um, even if it's just a rough team, set your captain. And then you're good to go just in case. Um, but yeah, back to the, uh, the game week. Game week 20. Premier League. FA Cup replay, second lot of Premier League, and then Carabao Cup second leg. 
Um, we have a double game week this week for Liverpool, Chelsea, Fulham. They all play in the Premier League and then have their Carabao Cup second leg. Then we have Brentford, West Ham, Everton, Crystal Palace, Wolves, Forest and Luton who are playing their FA Cup replay matches. Now then if we skip ahead to game week 21, we have an FA Cup weekend with a Premier League match in midweek. Now on FF stuff, it's on the screen now. Um, some of the teams have still got to be confirmed next to them. They're the teams that are through, but they're either playing one of two teams that are having a replay. Teams like West Ham, for example, um, they're not showing their FA Cup match on this ticker yet because they've still got a replay to play. So they could still end up having a double game week. It just isn't showing yet until they get through that replay in game week 20. Um, so in game week 21, we have a definite double game week for City, United, Liverpool, Newcastle, Aston Villa, Chelsea, Brighton, Tottenham, Fulham, Sheffield United and Bournemouth. So we've got a lot of Premier League sides in there with their definite double game weeks. And then it's a possible double game week for Brentford or Wolves, West Ham, Everton or Palace, Forest and Luton. And that just depends on whether they win their FA Cup replay match. If they do, they'll have a game week 21 double game week and it will show as soon as those replays have finished. Um, and then game week 22, we'll, we'll start to look ahead, but sort of past game week 21 on this fixture ticker, you can't quite see the implications of it because it depends on fixtures in the previous weeks. So game week 22, we have a Premier League and FA Cup double game week, but that's FA Cup fourth round replays. Of course, the fourth round isn't even fully um, decided yet, so it's hard to plan for that one. And in game week 23, we have the return of the Champions League for Manchester City. So it felt like that was a long, long way away, the return of Europe. But actually, when you look at it on this fixture ticker, it's actually not too far ahead. Um, so in this episode, we're just going to concentrate on game week 20 and game week 21, because they're the sort of game weeks where we, we kind of have the information already. Future game weeks kind of depend on how these next lot of cup games go. So I'm just going to focus on game week 20 and game week 21 in this episode. Liverpool, Chelsea, Fulham, like I said, guaranteed two double game weeks. They have their Carabao Cup um, second leg to play in game week 20 plus the Premier League game that is set in stone. And each of these teams, Liverpool, Chelsea and Fulham, all got through to the next round of the FA Cup. So they have a guaranteed two double game weeks. So they're good teams to choose from. Arsenal, I'm going to leave out. They're my team, but I'm going to leave them out of this episode. So if you look at the fixture ticker, um, from game week 20 to game week 21, Arsenal only played twice, while the rest of the team have um, sort of three fixtures and four fixtures and obviously could change as well depending on how these results go but Arsenal are out of the FA Cup unfortunately and just have that Premier League game so I'm going to just leave Arsenal out I think you're good to hold what you've got if you've got a Saka if you've got a Saliba 
I wouldn't particularly want to take out for Crystal Palace or Nottingham Forest unless you were really looking to get extra fixtures out of them. I just think you're probably fine to just hold what you've got with Arsenal. I'm not going to mention Brentford on this episode. I'm leaving them out. Um, they do have, in Game Week 20, they do have a double game week of Wolves and Nottingham Forest. The only person I'm sort of interested from Brentford at the moment is what Ivan Tony does when he comes back. But he is expensive. I think he's about £5 million. And that double game week, he can't play the Wolves game. Typically, the Wolves game comes a day before his ban ends. So he can't play the Wolves game, but he can play the Forest game. So I think that's just a wait and see. I'm going to leave Brentford out. Everton, Burnley, not really interested in their players at the minute. Um, Wolves and Brentford, who I just mentioned, they've got a possible three or four fixtures depending on the replays. But again, I'm not so sure on them. Uh, sorry, Wolves and Forest. Uh, you've got Neto, you've got Cunha, you've got Gibbs-White, but I think they're all too punty for me. Um, and then Bournemouth, I'm going to leave them out too. Solanke missed the last game. I just don't think I'd risk it. And if you look um, at Bournemouth, they, they've got Liverpool in game week 20 as well, so it is a tough fixture. I just don't think it's worth the risk. And then Luton, Sheffield United, I'm leaving them out. I just don't think they've got players that we'd really want to target. Um, so the teams that we are going to go through, City... Manchester United, Liverpool, Newcastle, Villa, Chelsea, Brighton, Spurs, Fulham, West Ham and Crystal Palace. Um, so let's get started. Um, Liverpool first because they do tend to have the most fixtures and have done for a little while now. Um, and they are on really, really good form. So they have Fulham this evening actually in their Carabao Cup first leg. Then they face Bournemouth away and Fulham in that second leg in game week 20 so two away games Bournemouth in the Premier League and Fulham in the Carabao Cup second leg um, their FA Cup match that's going to be game week 21 looks like it's going to be a favourable one so it's either going to be Norwich or Bristol Rovers once their replay has been decided so that looks like a decent double game week you've got Norwich or Bristol and then you've got Chelsea at home in the Premier League. Um, Chelsea looking all right, but they did lose 1-0 yesterday to Middlesbrough. So I think you would still fancy Liverpool in that one. Um, Salah obviously away, um, Endo's away. But we've got horrible news of a Trent Alexander-Arnold injury yesterday. Um, apparently a tear in knee ligaments. And they think he's going to be out for a few weeks. Um, I think it's Linders. One of their assistant coaches mentioned three weeks in the interview. Um, so, yeah, I think Trent is something like 90-odd percent owned in the top 1,000. So, a lot of people are going to be taking Trent out of their side this week. Annoying because he's been on fire. He got an assist in that Arsenal game, but there's not much we can do about it. So, he's going to be one of the main guys that we need to take out. Um, and then, one last thing I was going to add on that as well is... Even though it does say he's out for three weeks, because this being an extra long game week that sort of spreads over two weeks, but then have game week 21. So there, there is always a chance that he could be back maybe for that Chelsea game at the end of 21 or maybe the following game week. I just don't think we take a risk on it. The way Haaland's gone on longer than we expected, we've had this a few times now. Um, if, even Robertson seems to have gone on quite a lot longer than we first expected so I would just get him out I don't think there's any point in waiting um, 
at that Arsenal game. So I was at that game. Um, the first half, Diaz, Nunes and Elliot was the front three. And Gakpo was sort of maybe number 10 centre attack midfield, joining the middle, but a bit deeper. And then in the second half, I think they looked a lot better when um, Diaz went to the right wing. Nunes went to the left wing. Um, Gakpo was through the middle for a short time, but then Jota came in as centre forward. Um, who you might know that I captained this week, and he started on the bench, which was a bit disappointing, but I knew he'd get benched in one of the two. Um, but he did come on and get an assist and four points in that game. Um, but overall, I thought that Diaz on that right-hand side um, looked pretty good. Nunes off the left and Jota through the middle, so maybe we see that in the game tonight. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, but I'll start off by who do we replace uh, Trent with. So 99% owned in the top 1k it is. Um, some options. If you want to keep Liverpool, the obvious ones, Virgil van Dijk or Gomez. I'm actually preferring the look of Gomez at 3.3 million. Um, he's been playing off the left while Simicas has been out. But we know previously he can play centre-back, he can play off the right. Um, so I think that he's probably going to see a lot of game time in this spell. Um, and obviously, he's going to get the extra games, the guaranteed two double game weeks. So that is an option. Obviously, Virgil van Dijk is a decent option as well. But they did play Quanza and Konate against Arsenal because Virgil van Dijk was ill. Um, and they do seem to, in Europe and the Cups, rest Virgil van Dijk. He's a key player and they need to keep him fit. Um, so I would actually be more confident that Gomez might end up seeing more minutes than Virgil um, across maybe these next two weeks. So I prefer Gomez, um, but maybe if you didn't want to go for a Liverpool player, maybe you think that Trent being out is going to make their defence worse, or maybe you just think you want to plan ahead. I think Estupinian, Porro, Walker, and I'd put Gusto, but he did go off in about the 90th minute yesterday with what looked like a knock, so we'll have to wait and see on him. But there's some good alternatives that we'll cover later in the video. Um, Jota. He was benched, but came on to get an assist. Um, Arsenal were already sort of 2-0. Well, that was putting them 2-0 down at that point. Uh, game game over. Um, but Jota always does something against Arsenal. Has a really good record. And he got that late assist. Um, so just the four points for him. He did actually out-jump Saliba for a cross, for a header. He's, he's always been good in the air, Jota, for someone that's fairly small. Um, but out-jumped Saliba and hit the crossbar with a header as well. So quite unlucky not to get a goal himself as well. I still really like him as an option. Um, he's my captain currently um, for game week 19, not for game week 20. Um, so I'm hoping that he ends up doing something against Fulham at home. Darwin Nunes had a quiet game, but as always did get chances. I think he ended up having like three shots, but um, none of them on target this time around. So just the two points for him. I still think is a decent option for these extra games. And then Diaz, Luis Diaz. So I think I said in the last episode, I wasn't that keen. Um, he, he did look dangerous. He did look dangerous in this Arsenal game. I just don't think he really has delivered the points this season on Dream Team. He's got attacking returns, but he doesn't, do, he doesn't get bonus for someone that's quite a tricky, pacey winger. It seems like the wingers normally get um, bonus points quite easy for dribbles, but... Diaz doesn't seem to hit bonus, um, but he is always dangerous and he got a goal in this game, a well-taken goal, and he finished up with 10 points. So if your striker positions are full, but you want to get a Liverpool player in, 
he is pretty much the only midfielder that looks pickable at the minute. And we've also had an injury to Bowen. Um, looks like he might be out for a month. So Diaz could be someone that comes in for Bowen. And he does get two double game weeks potentially if he plays them both. Um, Gakpo's the last one that I'm going to highlight. I don't like him that much as a dream team option. But he's done alright this season for attacking returns. Um, did play... I think he played a little bit deeper in that first half, then played a little bit at centre-forward in the second half. Um, but he can be a bit more of a utility guy compared to the other forwards. Um, and I, I think I'd prefer to go for a Jota or Darwin, in my opinion. Um, if you are enjoying it so far, please do leave a like and subscribe to the channel to help support it. Um, and also, the Dream Team Tonic podcast, we recorded on Monday... Um, with Ben and special guest Anthony, so do check that episode out. That is live on YouTube now and Spotify, podcast platforms and all the rest, so do check that one out below. Um, Chelsea, I'm going to do Chelsea up next. They did have a disappointing 1-0 loss to Middlesbrough um, yesterday. I quickly added a couple notes on that game, but this is mostly about the Preston game, this, um, this slide here. Um, Unkunku... A lot of people went for him, like the look of him. I wasn't too sure, but I definitely didn't expect him to be fully injured. I thought he might be a bit of a minutes risk, but he's got a different injury now, a hip injury, which made him missing from the squad in both of these uh, games this week. So didn't even make the bench, which is really disappointing. I saw a few people even captaining him. Um, clean sheet and... Points for most of the popular players in that first Preston game. But then disappointment in the Middlesbrough game. 1-0 loss. But it does ensure, that 1-0 loss does ensure that they do go strong in the second leg. If they did end up 3-0 up or 4-0 up in this uh, Borough game in the first leg, maybe it would have been in our heads that some of the big guys might end up getting rested for the second leg. But they're going to have to go strong and win that game. Um, Cole Palmer, it felt like a quieter game for him, this Preston North End game. But he still came away with two assists, um, seven points and 14 points for most people. Um, because he was massively owned, 87% owned and 48% captained in the top 1k, which was a massive surprise. So my rank took an absolute pasting after he got that, um, those two assists in that game. Yeah, 48% captained. Now, I imagine that um, because he's so highly owned and he's going to have a double game week again, Fulham and Middlesbrough next week, I imagine that he's going to be probably similar similar number next week, if not more, um, for captaincy. So, yeah, just bear in mind that if you, if you don't want to fall too far behind, um, maybe you can go for Palmer. But I still don't think there's anything wrong with going for a differential captain. I like the look of Jota this week. Um, and I think if he if he ends up getting attacking if he ends up getting a goal um, tonight, he probably could match Palmer. So yeah, if you fancy differential, don't be put off. Um, he got six points against Borough. Um, three really big misses in that game, um, but three shots on target, a bonus point, big chance created. So six points in a game where he didn't get an attack in return. I think you probably will take that. Um, Gusto, I've really liked Gusto. I've, Obviously, he's been in my team now for a couple of weeks. He got an attack in return, um, an assist in that Preston game, 10 points. Um, and he even ended up with um, tackles and a bonus point in the Borough game. 
Um, so finished up on, I think it was a total of 14 points for the game week. So a decent return and actually one more point than Palmer this week. Um, but it did look like he might have picked up an injury right at the end. So just have a little look into that one. See if we get any news come out. Um, looked like he took a bit of a hard challenge. And I think he came off in like the 90th. Um, so just keep an eye out for the Gusto news. Petrovic got his second clean sheet since coming in for Sanchez in that Preston game. Obviously conceded one in the Borough game. And then Raheem Sterling, 16 points in the Preston game. One goal, one assist. One was direct from a free kick, so actually Palmer got one of his assists for just being fouled um, for Sterling's free kick, which is um, a little bit fluky, I think. 29% owned in the top 1K, and he was just captained 3% of people in the top 1K. So Sterling was a good differential captain this week, and maybe he's another option. I said Diaz could be an option for Bowen replacements. Um, Sterling could be as well. It's just whether or not you've been put off by the game against Middlesbrough where they failed to score. Um, I think I think Chelsea is still a decent option for that game week 20. Fulham, home, Middlesbrough, home. Um, lastly, Broher um, started the first fixture. He did score, but he was benched for the second. He did come on. And then Madueke started the first game. Um, sorry, benched the first game, started the second. Um, but I just don't think... This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I think it's worth going there over a Sterling or Palmer. Um, but that's it, yeah. Middlesbrough um, yesterday, Fulham, and then the second leg against Middlesbrough in game week 20. And then game week 21, they've actually got quite a tough FA Cup fixture. They've got Aston Villa at home, and then they've got Liverpool away in the Prem. So game week 20 does look quite tough. Um, and it's probably the reason why I wouldn't want to go for a double up at the back for Chelsea at the moment. Um, on to Manchester City. Now, they don't have a double game week in game week 20. They have just the one fixture. It's a tough one. It's away at Newcastle. Um, game week 21, they now have a double game week, which is Tottenham away in the FA Cup. They do have a pretty poor record away at um, Tottenham. I think they've only won two of their last six um, just against uh, Tottenham in general. Um, and then... Burnley in the Premier League, that looks good. Um, if the if you've got Kevin De Bruyne and Haaland back for that one, I think people are going to be very interested. Um, but we'll come on to them in a second. And then I've just extended the fixtures from FF stuff. Um, there will be a few extra games put in there, potentially, depending on how the FA Cup games go. But in game week 23, um, so middle, middle of February, we'll have the 
Champions League return. We have their first leg away at um, Copenhagen. So I just wanted to show you it's not that far away um, if you are sort of planning your transfers in advance. But Haaland didn't make the squad for the Huddersfield 5-0 win. Um, was just watching from the stands. Um, but Kevin De Bruyne started the bench but did come on and get an attack and return in this one. So uh, goal scorers, Alvarez, Foden with two. Um, Doku, who also is coming back from injury. And then we had assists for Rika Lewis, Oscar Bob, Kovacic, Alvarez, and Kevin De Bruyne. Um, so, with City, it's a late kickoff on Saturday. And like I said, the Friday deadline is uh, 6.45. I don't expect that we'll get any sort of Haaland news um, before the deadline. So, I would probably... Well, I will be planning for game week 20 without Haaland. Um, and then looking towards game week 21 as a possibility. Um, Kevin De Bruyne and Doku were back, but again off the bench. Um, and I'll come on to De Bruyne in a minute because there was an interesting quote about his fitness. So we'll come on to that in a second. Um, only other news really, Akanji came off in the 18th minute with an injury and Edison did not start. So Ortega started the FA Cup. Um, Foden, don't have to keep shouting about him every week. He's absolutely brilliant at the minute. Two goals in this game. He's on 10 goals, 9 assists for the season. And he is just one of the most informed players at City and in the Premier League at the minute. So I think he's a brilliant hold. Uh, four goals and two assists in his last four games. So six attacking returns in four. Um, Alvarez, 4.1. Um, lives to fight another day with, without Haaland. Um, goal and an assist, 10 points. 11 goals and 10 assists for the season. I still think he's just an okay hold if you've got him. I think you just hold him until Haaland comes back um, and then just take it from there, see if they're playing together, see if Kevin De Bruyne is starting instead. But at the minute, I still think he's fine. De Bruyne, I'd say not yet. I did put him in the thumbnail of this YouTube video, but it's just because he's got just lovely long hair. His new his new hair looks brilliant um, and very eye-catching. So I put him in, 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 the, uh, in the thumbnail, even though I don't really think he's a top player to target yet. Um... He had a quote, so he came on in the 57th, got an assist. Obviously, last week he was on the bench but didn't get on. Um, he did look pretty good, but he came out of a quote um, when they spoke about the Newcastle match. And he said, I don't expect to be playing too many games, and Newcastle next week is a big game. So I'll expect to be back on the bench. I want to play every game, but I know in the back of my mind I need to take care of myself. So that sounds like... He's probably going to ease himself back in and Pep's probably going to ease him back in as well. Doesn't mean that he can't come on and do damage like he's done, but he is an expensive player. And even that assist and three points in the Huddersfield game, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a um, price decrease because he is just an expensive player. And if you are an expensive player, you need to hit big numbers to avoid the price drop 6.7 million three points is not good enough so he probably does end up getting a drop which is just a little bit disappointing but that's how the game goes so i probably well not not even probably i'm not going to bring him in in game week 20 um but if he does end up starting game week 20 and plays like 90 minutes just out of nowhere yeah i would be interested in 21 but i think i'm looking now towards sort of game week 21 if not even 22 for Haaland and De Bruyne. Defenders, I think Walker's still the best option. He didn't get on in the FA Cup, but we know that's a 
that's a bit of a risk with City. Um, but game week 21, Spurs, Burnley. Um, Spurs in the FA Cup is going to be a lot different to Huddersfield in the FA Cup. And I think they probably will go full strength. And I expect Walker will start that. Diaz and Gvardiol, 3.3 million each. That's just ridiculously cheap um, for City defenders compared to the prices they've been at the start of the season and just in previous games as well. Um, so I think most people have got fires this week to put out. But if you did want to get ahead, maybe look towards those um, Tottenham, Burnley, Brentford, Everton, Copenhagen fixtures. Um, I think getting getting a Diaz in at 3.3 million just seems a joke. Um, you had Ake on the bench. But Stones and Akanji now are both injured, um, two of their key centre-backs. So I know you've got Ake, Vardiol, Diaz, but one of Vardiol and Ake are going to have to play left-back. That pretty much to me seems like it's going to be Walker, Diaz, Ake, Vardiol as the back four. Um, so lack of options at the minute might make it a bit easier to choose. Um, or if you do choose, they're more likely to play. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for City. Newcastle away is a tough game. Um, and then... In game week 21, poor record against Spurs. So I don't think it, it might not quite be the time to go. Um, but I wouldn't blame anyone for getting prepared, getting ahead and getting some City players in. Fulham, oh, I don't want to spend too much time on these. I just had to put them here because they do have the extra fixtures. But the fixtures don't look great. So they've got the guaranteed double, like Chelsea, like Liverpool. Um, they've got Chelsea and Liverpool in game week 20. Chelsea in the Premier League. Liverpool in the... Carabao Cup second leg and then game week 21 their FA Cup game is Newcastle at home and their Premier League game is Everton at home so I just don't think it looks like a, a great run and I don't think their options are the best um, they rotated heavily for the FA Cup so I think they're going to go obviously full strength for this game against Liverpool tonight I just wouldn't choose any myself Robinson Jimenez and Polina probably the best three but they were all rested in the FA Cup, ready for Liverpool. Robinson scores well for bonus tackles. Have a look at him, but I just don't see any clean sheets really in this run. Um, Jimenez, no guarantee of two starts, and I just think there's a lot of good strikers at the minute to choose from. And Paulinho, he's decent for tackle points, but he loves a yellow card. Um, there's, again, there's just better options. So that's, that's all I've got for Fulham. Um, on to Newcastle. They ended their run of four losses in a row with a 3-0 win against Sunderland. A big derby match, um, but they welcome Manchester City in a game week 20 single. Um, fixtures do turn nice from game week 21 onwards. So City at home, tough fixture. But then Fulham away, Villa away in 21. I'd say that's okay. Um, they are tough games. But 22 is Luton. And then they have Forest the next game week. Obviously, if they get any replays, they'll be put in there as well. Um, Trippier was back in the lineup for Newcastle. He done well, got 10 points. Um, his ownership has dropped quite significantly, but now Trent's out. It could now climb again. Now we know that he's back in. Um, Debravka, 2 million. I still think that he's a decent hold, despite having Manchester City coming up next. Um... You could move to Petrovic to try and get the extra fixture out of him. Um, but, I mean, Manchester City, when Newcastle got battered by Liverpool, Debravica got 10 points for saves. Um, he's probably going to have plenty of shots to deal with in this City game. So, he might still come away with decent points. Isak, 4.3, got a brace in this Sunderland game. 
one penalty um, and 14 points in total. So, yeah, two goals for him. Um, I'm gutted about it. He's done well ever since I took him out, uh, but I won't keep going on. 37 points from his last three games and 13 goals in total. So he is in good form at the moment. Trippier, um, I've mentioned him. He's a 10-pointer in this game and back in the squad. And then lastly, I'm just going to say Anthony Gordon. Um, I took him out a little while ago, but he did get his eighth assist of the season. Just the three points, playing 90 minutes in this one. Um and has six goals in total. So still a decent enough hold. Seems to play every minute of every game. But I still do think I'd be looking to maybe move him on. If I didn't have other fires, I'd still be looking to move him on. Maybe for a Palmer, a Sterling, a Diaz. Someone with an extra game, I think. Um, but he probably does play the bulk of this run of games. Next up, we've got Brighton. Now, Brighton are getting um, interesting again. So clean sheet in... Last week's run, um, they've got injuries, they've got absentees, but they're still looking quite good and their fixtures do look good. So I've given an extended view again of this one because the run does look good. Um, so clean sheet was last week and they had a 4-2 win against Stoke this week in the FA Cup. They face at Wolves in a single Premier League game in game week 20. Game week 21, they've been given a decent enough FA Cup draw and it coincides with a nice Premier League game as well or what looks nice on paper but actually does turn out to be a bit crap. Sheffield United away in the FA Cup. Now actually Wilder's doing a decent job there so that might be tougher than it looks. And then Luton away we highlight as a good game but actually Luton do give everyone a good game but on paper Sheffield United Luton you're not going to turn that down. Crystal Palace home Tottenham away, Sheffield United away, Everton home, Fulham away. Good run up to game week 26. We will have um, the Europa League returning as well. So I think this does seem like a decent time to get back on to Brighton players. Might not keep the clean sheets, but they are a good attacking side. I'm going to highlight Stupinian. Well, actually, I'm going to highlight the same three that I highlighted last week. And they all did pretty well. So a Stupinian... Um, three million. He's got two goals in his um, three games since returning from injury. Now, he's not going to do that every week, but he's hit two bangers um, in these three games. One against Spurs and then this, um, I think it was like a volley or half volley against Stoke. Um, nine points in that game. He's on three goals, three assists so far. It's just a solid pick. He normally does play really advanced, really attacking, and he was in an advanced attacking position when he scored this goal but in this game and in the West Ham game recently um, he has actually ended up playing on the left hand side of a back three um, which is a little bit surprising not what we expect from Stupinian but we know that the Zerbi is quite fluid he moves around and he will still get in attacking positions but just one thing that I thought was a little bit interesting not something we always see from him um, and I think they have been linked with a new sort of left back. So maybe they do like the look of him in that sort of left centre back position. But I still think he's a very good pick. Jao Pedro got a brace, 15 points, 15 goals, two assists. I think I'm, I think I'm ready to sort of surrender my point on Pedro. I didn't want to own him because 
He's been so frustrating with rotation, but actually he's getting a decent run of games now, and he's delivering um, week in, week out, 15 points. He's got a bonus. He's got two shots on target um, and tackle points in this one. I think now he's definitely on the cards. Um, he's joined on points with Trent Alexander-Arnold in sixth overall in the game. So very impressive for points. Um I think only Haaland and Salah have scored more goals than him. So I think we probably do have to stop ignoring Jao Pedro. Um, Pascal Gross, again, someone that probably goes under the radar because they're just not not massively exciting. But two assists, um, sorry, two assists in this game and six assists, one goal in his last eight. So seven attacking returns in eight games. And he's on four goals, nine assists for the season with a massive 25 bonus points. I can definitely see myself getting one or two of these in this run that we've got on the screen. Um, a stupid and someone that I think I feel like I'm definitely going to end up with in my team. The Pedro Gross one is a bit tougher because there are other good options. Um... But yeah, I do like both Pascal Gross and Jao Pedro. Um, but yeah, very, very good options from Brighton. Villa. Villa kept a clean sheet against Middlesbrough. Matty Cash was back in the team. Um, got Grabbed a goal, got bonus, five tackles, 15 points. Really, really good um, game from Matty Cash. Someone that was really popular at the start of the season, but sort of fell off a little bit. Um, they've got just Everton away in game week 20. Their FA Cup game is Chelsea away. They also have Newcastle at home that week, so game week 21 looks tough. Game week 22, Sheffield United, and 23 is Man United. Obviously, an FA Cup replay could end up there as well. Um, Watkins, 4.4. Someone I've got in my team. Blanked this week. Actually didn't start, so came on for the last 20 minutes. Just got the one point, which was disappointing, but you thought it could potentially happen. 11 goals, 11 assists for the season, though. Um, I probably would have looked at maybe moving him on um, this week, but I've got a Bowen injury and a Trent injury. Um, so my front three is going to stay set with Ollie Watkins in it. Moreno, 2.4 million. I do like him as an option. Another 90 minutes for him. Clean sheet. Um, very attacking. But I do think Porro, Estupinian, probably both ahead of him at this point. Better fixtures. And I think better players. Um, Bailey, 3.1 million. Uh, didn't really do anything this week. But he's been having a good season. And Douglas Louise, 3.8. Um, he came off the bench to get an assist, which was his sixth of the season. He's on six goals and six assists for the season. On to Spurs. So obviously they haven't got Son at the minute. He's at the Asian Cup. They do have a new signing on the way. Turbo Timo Werner. Um, so he could play on the left-hand side. Maybe while Son is away. And we know he can play centrally as well. But we know that he also can be a frustrating fantasy football asset. Um, I just wanted to get his record up on the screen to show you. Um... Sort of how he does for attacking returns. And actually, I was quite surprised. This looks better than I remember it being. 
Uh, but I do remember having him in my team and I do remember him frustrating me. Uh, but 23 goals, 21 assists in 89 games. I don't think that looks that bad. Um, interesting to know what Big Ange will do with Werner. Um, Pedro Porro, 3.5. He's he's the best option at the minute from Spurs. He hit a 20-pointer in this game against Burnley. Scored another great goal. Hit five bonus points, the maximum. Got four tackles as well. I think he's a really good pick. It's a shame they don't have the double in 20. They just have Man United away. And then in 21, they've got a double, but they've drawn Manchester City in the FA Cup, which makes it a little bit more complicated again, because I'd, I'd have to say, even though they do have a decent record, um, I expect that City will win. Brentford at home, Everton away, Brighton at home. I think Poro is still a good pick um, and definitely an option for replacing Trent. Just there's less fixtures and a tough FA Cup game. Um, for me, there'll be a decision to make, I think, between him, Estepinion, and potentially just going for like a Gomez for Liverpool just to get an extra game out of him. But if it was just based on everyone playing singles, it would definitely be Poro for me. Um, Richarlison 3.1 um, did blank this week, but he's still doing all right for the season. Did have a few chances, um, but I think there are better options currently. West Ham, I've got a few different ones just condensed into one slide um, because I, I want to touch on them, but I don't think I'll be bringing any of them in. So West Ham, they've got an FA Cup replay against Bristol City in game week 20, and they've got Sheffield United in the Premier League. Double game week looks great. A Bowen would have been lovely for this, but he's picked up an injury. He went off with an ankle injury. Um, he didn't. He actually completed the game, but he had to be helped off the pitch afterwards. He actually got a goal, free bonus, um, two big chances, two tackles. Ended up on 14 points and got his 14th goal of the season. But he's got an ankle injury. The rumour is that he's going to be out for a month. Um, so most of us are going to be looking to move him on, I think. So... Game week 20 has been ruined for Bowen. Um, Paqueta also got an assist, but also went off injured as well. So Paqueta injured, Bowen injured. You've got Kudus at the uh, AFCON. Doesn't look good at all for West Ham. I like the look of Ben Rama as well recently. But I heard whispers online that he might even be looking for a move away. Um, they might put, put a stop to that with these injuries, but... I think it's an avoid now for West Ham, unfortunately, um, with their key men out. There's just too many out for me. Uh, Crystal Palace, I'm going to go straight on to them. Double game week, Everton away. That's a replay in the uh, FA Cup. Then they've got Arsenal away. Um, I'll be at that one as well, early kickoff on the 20th. Um, Elise is injured. We don't have a return date. He was popular. Eze was another... Decent player for Crystal Palace. Um, and someone that I like the look of for this run of games, really. Um, until Elise popped up. And Elise started taking all the bonus points. And looked the better option. But Eze still is a solid option. 5.9 average. 25 bonus from 17. It's just a little bit riskier than some of the other options. If you go for a Chelsea or Liverpool player, you've got two guaranteed double game weeks. But with Crystal Palace and Eze... 
If they lose to Everton, that's it. They won't have their game week 21. Um, if they do beat Everton, they would have Luton or Bolton in their FA Cup next round. So if they get through it, the double would be a good one. But it's a risk, isn't it? And I know most of you probably think that Arsenal are not doing too great at the minute. But I think Arsenal will be fine against Crystal Palace. So he's an option. But there's probably better options. Um, and then lastly, United. They've been pretty much off the cards um, recently for players. They did get a clean sheet against Wigan. They've now got either Newport or East. Or sorry, they've got Tottenham in game week 20. Just a single. Game week 21, they've got a double that looks like it's going to be good. Newport or Eastleigh in the FA Cup. And then Wolves away in the Premier League. Um, Dallow got a goal and three bonus points in that game. Um, so he's looked okay. Um, but he has got he's got the little cards next to him on the Dream Team app. Um, I can't imagine he's got the the cards for... Well, maybe he's got maybe he's got a certain amount of cards in this competition, but yeah, the the window for yellow cards has just been extended, so I'm surprised that he would have got. Um, yeah, I'll have to look into that one. I'm not quite sure why he's got the cards next to him on the app, but maybe take take note of that. But he did get a goal, three bonus points, and the clean sheets in this game. But again, I don't think he's a great option compared to some of these other ones we've listed, like Poro, Stupinian. Um, and then Bruno got 12 points, a penalty goal, 4.9 million now, so it's gone down quite significantly. Um, might be a good punt for 21 if he has a double game week, but again, uh, we've been stung. We've been stung by him before so far this season, so not that interested. And then Rashford, eight points, four shots on target in this game, um, and 3.8 million he's gone down to, but again... I'd rather a Poro, uh, I'd rather a yeah, Jao Pedro than Rashford at the moment. But game week twenty one with that with that FA Cup draw, um, they do have Hall potential, but it is a punt. Uh, quickly on to my team then. So I was eighty eighth last video. I'm currently at one sixty. Uh, it's bloody painful. I'm not going to complain about having a good season, but it's bloody painful. The all of the falls in rank feel so much worse when you're here. Um, but 160 currently. I do still have my captain, Jota, to play. I have Nunes still to play. I thought I might have Trent to play, but now he's injured. Um, but Palmer at 48% captains really was the rank killer. Um, every point he got, I could see my um, rank falling. Um, but I still am quite confident. So Palmer got 13 points. Jota got me 4 but eight with the armband. I'm confident that if uh, Jota does get a goal tonight, he could end up outscoring Palmer. So I'm fairly happy still with my my Jota differential captain. Debravka got me eight, clean sheet. Gusto got me 14, one clean sheet, one attack and return. Uh, a couple bonus, I think. Saliba, disappointing, one point, but I'm not panicking about Arsenal. It's Crystal Palace next. And then it's Forest after that. And I do think in general we still looked much, much better in this Liverpool game compared to Fulham, for example. Um, so I'm happy with Saliba. Maybe I would have looked to get him out if I didn't have these injuries. But it's no bother keeping him. 
Trent injured is going to have to go, but nine points. Um, he's he's brilliant. He put in a really good performance against Arsenal. Cole Palmer, 13 points. Happy with him, um, although everyone has got him. Uh, potential captain for next week, maybe. Saka, five points. Um, again, happy to keep him, like Saliba. Um, I think Arsenal did look much better. Saka did look questionable. Um, he is out of form, but Arsenal have gone to a training camp in Dubai. Um, a bit of sunshine, a bit of feet up, a bit of team bonding, and I am confident that Arsenal will come back better. Uh, Bowen, 14 points, but injured. So my two favourite players, really, in my team at the minute are both injured, Trent and Bowen. Foden with 16, he's been brilliant. Watkins, he probably would have been a potential move on with his one-pointer. Um, Everton away next. But now I've got these injuries, he has to stay. And then I've got Jota with the eight points, Nunes with the two. Um, right, initial initial plans then for my team. I haven't fully decided. Um, obviously, got one more game to go. Got the Liverpool game to go tonight. Um, Jota and Nunes, hopefully both playing in that one. It's obvious this week, it's going to have to be Trent and Bowen out. Initially, I was looking at maybe going Dubravka, Saliba or Watkins out for someone that will double game week. And I could have looked um, at going from or going for another couple of double game week players. But now it looks like I'm just going to replace my double game week players with an, either another two or a one. Um, so Trent replacements. I'm currently looking at Sterling. Um, despite the sort of blank yesterday, he did really well in that um, Preston North End game. Looked pretty lively. I like the look of Sterling still for the extra fixtures. You'd have him for two double game weeks. Pascal Gross now only plays the one game in 20, but then has a good looking double game week in the FA Cup week following it. Um, and Brighton's run looks good long term, so he could be a long term hold. I like the look of him. And it would be a big differential as well. If I bring Sterling in, I'm, again, I'm just bringing in a player that's probably quite popular, quite highly owned. And I'm probably going to linger um, around the same sort of position, which is, is not terrible. Um, there will be opportunities to go different later on. Um, but that is just something to consider. If I think Gross is going to do better and isn't as picked, that could get me up the ranks if it goes well. But it works the other way. If it doesn't go well and Sterling does well, it could go down. Um, and then Diaz, um, I wasn't so keen on Diaz to start with, but actually he looked very good off the right-hand side. And I, I'm wondering now whether he actually might end up playing right. Um, we've primarily only really known Diaz as being a left-sided player, but actually I'm starting to think he might actually look like the best option to replace Salah on the right. And then Darwin can play off the left, Jota can also play off the left, and then Gakpo can play through the middle or Darwin. Um, but Darwin looked better off the left and um, Diaz looked better off the right. So I am slightly interested in Diaz. It would also mean that I've got Jota, Darwin and Diaz. The majority of the time, you're going to have two out of three of them playing. If one's benched, chances are the other two is going to start. So I kind of do like that aspect of it. And Liverpool are in really good form. One question mark is how much will their attack be hindered by Trent being out. Um, talking to Trent, so that's sort of who I'm looking at. Sterling, Gross, Diaz as my potential replacements for uh, Trent. Obviously, if Gusto ends up 
being ruled out, if they do say that Gusto has picked up an injury and he's going to be ruled out, there is a there is the debate to be had whether or not I just actually keep Trent, get Gusto out. Um, because Trent is someone that I'm definitely going to want back in the future, whereas Gusto is someone who I've probably got in just for these extra games. So that that is also another aspect. We'll have to wait for more info. Um, but defensive replacements, Estupinian, the same scenario as Gross. I think he's a really good pick, really good player. Um, just plays the once in midweek against Wolves, but then has um, Sheffield United loot and double, which looks good the week after. So almost forward planning with him. And I think if I got him in, I'd end up keeping him all the way through those European games. Um, Porro, Porro, um, again, just plays the once, Man United, um, but then has the double game week. But that does include City. I think it's Brentford, the other one. Um, so a really good pick, but again, no double. Or, or do I go for a Gomez? Um, Gomez from Liverpool. You get him in, you get the two double game weeks, potentially. Um, so you get an extra game. The only downside is I just don't think he is as good of a player as a Stupinian and Poro. They, if it's just a straight shootout, who scores more in one game? I'd definitely go for a Stupin or, or Poro. But Gomez does have that um, guaranteed two doubles. And he does have Norwich and Bristol. Um, or Norwich or Bristol as the games that could be in the uh, next round of the FA Cup. So their fixtures do look good. I think the next the fixture after that is Chelsea. Um, so yeah, I do think there's potential there for clean sheets for Liverpool still. It might even be that they're more defensive without Trent. Um, so yeah, I'm not fully decided, but midfield options is between Sterling, Gross and Diaz for Bowen. And then if I take out Trent, it would be Estupinian, Porro or Gomez. But we'll have to wait and see what happens in this Liverpool game tonight because touch wood, no one gets injured. But the way things are going at the minute, you can't plan too far ahead because injuries just keep seeming to pop up. But captaincy as well. Again, I'll wait for tonight. I like the look of Palmer. Um, obviously, I think Palmer's going to be highly captained again next week. But I mean, if Jota bags a brace or gets a really good return tonight, I can't rule out captaining him again for next week. Um, let me know how you've gotten so far this week. Uh, 91 points so far for me, uh, but Liverpool still to play. Thank you very much for watching. Please do leave a like and subscribe to the channel and do check out the Dream Team Tonic podcast, which is live now for everyone. We also have a Discord community. If your New Year's resolution is to win your mini league this year on Dream Team, we've got a Discord community um, as part of our Patreon you get exclusive access to articles. Um, you get Ben's fixture ticker that we saw last week. Um, there's loads of great features. But my favourite is the community in the Discord. We're chatting every day non-stop about Dream Team. So if you want to up your game, there's a link in the description below for that. But we'll see you on the next episode. Don't forget to do your transfers. Friday deadline. Just get them locked in now. See you later. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.